Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting, and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello, everybody. David here, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks again for joining me and as always really appreciate all your support, your questions and your feedback so far. Um, We're now on episode 71 so um, tons and tons of topics discussed, lots of tips, advice um, that I hope is really helping you on your journey. So please feel free to go back through all our past episodes and find any topics that might be relevant to you in your scenario at the moment um and just yeah just dig through all that information and i hope it really really does help you so as always if you're going through a particular scenario at the moment you're negotiating a property market you're not sure of anything or you need any help with anything at all please do reach out to us get in touch and um, we're here to help so without further ado let's get on to today's episode which is um, quite a critical one with the way the house buying process goes at the moment and the the duration it's taken and the complexities is how to keep your property purchase on track um, and this is going to involve all the people that are involved in that yourself um, whether you're a buyer or a vendor um, the estate agents the solicitors the conveyances the mortgage brokers there is a team of people that all have elements of this that they will need to keep doing throughout the whole process to keep it all together and keep it on track so we all know buying a home can be a stressful experience it's often referred to as the most stressful experience in your life and there's emotions and all sorts of things that get dragged into it Um, but it really doesn't have to be that stressful so here are a few handy tips to make it as smooth sailing as possible Um, You need to jump through a few hoops when you're buying a home Um, and even if both you and the seller are keen to exchange contracts promptly, there can be delays. Um, I've I've very rarely seen a transaction be completely sail sail through, smooth as anything, no complexities whatsoever. Very, very rare because of the number of people that are involved and the back history and the searches and all the stuff that throws up little things along the way. That's not to say it can't happen, but that's also not to say that the process can't be smooth anyway with all those things, those bumps along the journey. So here are eight top tips for a smooth property transaction. Number one, understand the jargon. Um, First of all, got to get to know the lingo, the arrangement fees, standard variable rate, mortgage indemnity guarantee, There's a fair share of industry terminology involved when it comes to buying a home. So make sure you understand the key terms before you kickstart your property search. Um, In particular, if you've chosen a specific kind of property that you're looking for, understand things that are really, really relevant to what might impact that, such as freehold, leasehold, flying freehold or flying leasehold. You know, all these all these sort of things that come up um, and aren't always straightforward you may have never experienced them before so best advice google it you know google's there for a reason and the biggest search engine in the world because it has all that information there so if you come across something you're not sure about go into google 
read as many of the articles and, and uh, search results as you can to just get a, a, an overview understanding of what it is and how you move forward with that. Um, the other thing is obviously ask the ex- experts around you, the, the power team that you have, your solicitor, your mortgage broker, your agent, um, they're there to help and advise you. So do not feel afraid to ask about any of the terms that you don't understand. Number two then is consider selling before buying. Now, if you're already a homeowner, um, think about selling your property before you start looking for a new one. It is easier to buy a home chain free, which means you've sold already. You're not reliant on um, a buyer buying yours for you to, to onward purchase. So by being chain free, you are actually able to move much quicker. The deal generally goes a bit smoother. Um, but you do need to consider where you're going to be living, storage costs and things like that in the interim. Um, this is probably the biggest dilemma I see with people um, looking to sell and buy at the same time is do they wait until they find their home first? And then quite often they're scared because they might find that dream home, they get an offer accepted on it, but then they can't sell theirs and that causes the delay. So it's a it's a complete chicken and egg scenario. And the one thing I would say is we've come across it so many times where we sit down with the individual, we look at their personal circumstances. Do they have any flexibility to move or sell in advance? They've got a backup that they could move in with family, um, things like that. Look at the storage costs, look at all that. And if that weighs out a lot better, um, it gives them that flexibility and it's at limited cost, then it's a viable solution to get them their dream home. So but it really is down to your individual circumstances. And I can't stress enough, trust your power team, speak to the people around you, run the scenario past your agent, run the scenario past your solicitor. Um, all these people have been there and seen it hundreds, if not thousands of times with all the variations known to man. So um, run all this past and then at least you get that knowledge and you get that experience and then you can make a better decision. So it is one of those that, you know, you you do need to sort of consider, do you sell before you buy? Um, Another option, especially if you're eyeing up a new build home, is um, a part exchange scheme may be the answer. Um, It allows you to effectively trade in your existing home as part payment for a new one um, purchased directly from the developer or house builder. And this can obviously make the whole process a lot easier and simpler because you're just dealing directly with the developer for both your purchase and your sale, providing the part exchange deal works for you. So that's a great opportunity if you are looking to buy a new build is see what deals you can do with the developer that just take away the headache of you having to sell your property. But make sure you get in the deal for you. Number three then is get organized. Get your ducks in a row, speak to a mortgage advisor to confirm your budget and get an agreement in principle. Then work out what you can and can't afford before you arrange any property viewings. Don't waste your time going out and viewing things when you have no real drilled down understanding of what you can and can't afford. You're just going to waste everybody else's time and you're going to waste your own time um, looking at things that just are not not even suitable for you. So, so do that homework first. Get organized with it all. Know what you want. Um And with all that is have all the relevant paperwork ready before you formally apply for a mortgage. So things like 
Um, the requirements vary between lenders, but they'll typically include things like proof of your income and outgoings, as well as proof of your identity and address, uh, the anti-money laundering checks and all that sort of stuff. So, so make sure you go through um, with your mortgage broker, same with your solicitor, because again, they're going to require those documents, the AML stuff, um, and to do their relevant paperwork. So just try and get ahead as much as possible so that when you're on the market and you're searching, all that stuff is done. It's in the background. They're all on tender hooks waiting for you to come back with the property and they can get cracking. Um, so get all, get all that organized beforehand. Also, remember that a formal mortgage offer does have a shelf life. So your broker will quite often um, advise you of when they're going to put the mortgage um, application in. And they will hold off for as long as they can until you're ready and you know what you're looking for. You've worked out your budget. You know how you're going to go out and search on the market. And they won't get you the mortgage offer typically until they really have to because they're helping you out because there is an expiry date on it. So um, these typically are between three to six months depending on the lender. And then after that, you have to do the whole application again in most cases. So work with your mortgage broker. They really do work. Um, you know, on your behalf to make sure they only apply for it when they need to. And then you've got as much of that time as possible to find that perfect property. Number four then is ask the seller to take the property off the market. Once you've found your dream home, make sure one of the conditions of your offer is that the property is taken off the market. It'll help prevent another buyer from making an offer the seller can't refuse and the good old gazumping term. Uh, it's the last thing you want. You don't want all that sort of complexity. Um, so if the deal's good for both parties and you want to get cracking and proceed with it, then ask that as part of your conditions that if the offer's acceptable to everybody, take the property off the market um, and let's get moving with the deal. Number five then is pick professionals. Work with people you can trust. You will rely on a raft of different firms or individuals during the home buying process and they'll typically include surveyors, solicitors, even removals companies. Um, best way of finding these people is ask your friends, your family for recommendations um, and hire them carefully. You know, do your due diligence, ask the right questions, take your time. Um, and one bit of advice is uh, you can listen back to podcast episode 13. Look at episode 13 where we discuss in more detail you should have in your property power team um, and how to select these professionals and that's that's our term the property power team of that that select group of people who are going to facilitate this transaction for you your estate agent your mortgage broker your solicitor um, your surveyor all these people you need to build them up based on recommendations based on you've done your due diligence you can really trust them and everybody is working towards your goal. They are 100%. They know exactly what you want. They're employed by you to deliver that. And that is how you want to be picking your professional power team. Number six then is respond promptly. Okay, so part of this is as much as you've got the best power team, you've selected all these people, they know your goal, they're driving towards it with you. You have to play your part and respond promptly throughout this whole process because it is 
up and down and all of a sudden they need this document sign in and then oh we've got to now do this can you sign this and get it back to me quickly i know it's a complete pain and i know that there might be things going on in your life at the time and you might just about to be getting on a plane to go on holiday and all this sort of stuff it always happens at the worst possible time but please do your best respond as promptly as you can do whatever you need to do because that you doing that will literally speed things up, push things forward. And rather than it taking weeks and weeks and weeks, you can get it down to days and hours. So be ready to review, fill out, sign and return any documents quickly and efficiently, particularly at the beginning of the process. So when you're employing your solicitor, um, when you're doing your mortgage application, there's a ton of paperwork to do. It's laborious. It's repetitive. But sit yourself down, grab a cup of coffee, get it all done. And once it's done, it's done, you know, and then then you can sort of then you can do the enjoyable bit of looking around property. So uh, take your time to do all that. Really get it all out the way at the beginning. Um, and there's no need to rush things. So give yourself plenty of time to do it to make sure it's all done properly. And then none of the paperwork can hold up the process. Number seven then is communication. Communication is absolutely king in this process. Stay in regular contact with both your solicitor and the estate agent to ensure that you're up to speed with the purchase and that it's all on track. Quite um, a lot of these now have online logins and updates and text alerts and you know even apps that keep you updated, which is absolutely great. So that's a that's a real good way to keep in regular contact, but make sure um, you're also giving them the odd call, maybe sending them an email and everybody is just kept in the loop of any changes and things that are going on. It's a good idea to agree um, things like a weekly update between all parties to cut the chances of any miscommunication. Number eight then is be realistic. Finally, set a realistic target for exchanging contracts so that everyone in the process has the same deadline to work towards. You can always amend the timescale between exchange and completion if you and or the seller need to delay moving, but everybody needs to be realistic and every back to the last point, communication is absolutely critical at this point because if everybody communicates about the dates and what works for everybody and that one particular solicitor isn't going to be on holiday that day, you know, that that is quite often the things that completely um, delay is that nobody's really discussed what everybody was thinking and before you know it people are on holiday or they're not in the country and nothing can be signed or done so be realistic and set those target dates with everybody um, behind that and and focused and working towards it so that concludes the eight tips there to um really push forward and to keep your property purchase on track. Um, you can probably see the theme through there, whether it's being organized, picking the right people, responding, communicating, being realistic. A lot of it is about just working with your team and being open, transparent and communicative throughout the whole process. That is absolutely critical. Um, it's one of these processes, unfortunately, that you can't just sit back and expect it all to happen it is one of those where everybody involved needs to be um, doing their bit communicating and pushing things forward and if everybody does that it really can be a very very smooth uh, 
process, no matter what things come up, whatever paperwork things need changing or search results need looking at, queries need raising, if everybody is all is acting like that and behaving like that and pushing forward, then it really doesn't need to be as stressful as um, it quite often is. So that concludes this episode of Ask the Estate Agent. Hope it helps you if you're out there or you're thinking about buying soon. Um, you know, give all these things a go. Make sure um, you work with your great power team to to get that, that transaction through. And um, I'd love to hear your feedback, your comments, things that you've experienced. Again, if anything crops up, if you've got any questions or topics you would like covering, please do get in touch with me. Uh, remember, you can catch us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Or you can visit our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk, where you can contact us through there. And you can see all the previous episodes on the website as well. So you can go back through and find any topics or subjects or questions that might help you. So thanks again for listening and uh, really do hope it helps you on your journey. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Podcast.